Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Are you looking for a place where you get some practical and helpful tips on how to manage this crazy life and find balance in motherhood? Then we're here for you. Join us for all the raw and real girl talk right here. You're listening to All the Things. All the Things. All the Things with Chong and Beck. Hello. Hello. Hey. That was the weirdest hello I could have ever done. <laughs> it was a little creepy. <laughs> Just a hello. little bit. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I am kind of caught a little bit of Kylie's cold. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I just have a cough, I think, because I've been taking NyQuil. Like, two nights ago, I started to feel it because she Mm -hmm. she has a pretty congested cough. I'm trying to figure out if I want to keep her home tomorrow from school because she has Mm -hmm. so much fun happening this week. And I don't know. They might send her home anyway since she has a cough. Yeah, like I don't really know what the what the rules are with all of that. Um, right. But yeah, so pretty congested, and then Koa started with a cold, and then thankfully his like went away pretty quick. And then I ended up catching just her cough, so I feel like a little bit of congestion. But I started taking Nyquil as soon as I started to feel it, so I'm mostly pretty good during the day, and it's like here or there. Mm-hmm. That I have a cough. Um, I'll take NyQuil again tonight. I just hate it because I feel so groggy in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. I feel like it takes me a little bit to like get up and get going, mm-hmm. um, which is why I hate taking it. But if it's going to stop this from really starting, then it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> drug myself every night. Right. I know. Yeah. And then it I like coat so my chest with all the oils. So mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised Koa made a turnaround because uh, usually he'll like start and then it starts to turn green and like yeah. all the stuff. And I'm like, man, you guys, it's your last week before Christmas. Break. I know, huh? Of course. So like you don't want to be getting sick your last week of Christmas break. Right? Yeah, I know. Actually... We were dealing with the same exact thing all last week, actually. Kenley got it first, and it just starts with a sore throat in our house, and then everybody kind of gets the sore throat and then just congested, so we were dealing with that, but I told her, I was like, I am so sorry, but you're not missing any days. You have to yeah. go Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have you two full weeks at home. You go into school. Right. Right. <laughs> I know. I was like, if I have to send Kylia with a mask, shoot. And exactly. she also, like, her tummy started hurting today. And so she was yeah. having that going on as well. And I'm just like, mm, poor thing. Mm. Like, if you're on, you're if you're in the bathroom as often as you were today, like, I don't really want you to go to school and have to be in the bathroom that often tomorrow, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. no fun. So, and I'm home tomorrow. So, I could keep her home. Tell her she's got to lay in her room. She's got to rest. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did a lot of that this weekend. It was not the most fun weekend because I was just like, you need to rest. Like, yeah. you got to get better. So I don't know. We'll see. But that was like most of our weekend. We really did not do much um, at all. Last night we went, we got the kids in the car because it was like a chill thing to do. And we just drove around and looked at Christmas lights. So fun. Yes. So I have been good and I'm 
the last time we talked on the podcast, I was saying how I wanted to make sure I didn't just do the big Christmas stuff. Uh-huh. That I wanted to make sure that I always remember that I also remember to do the little things. In right. And I pretty much did it all this weekend because we did like last night. And then today or yesterday, I made shortbread cookies and today I made gingerbread cookies. Oh, so fun. Yes. Yeah. See, that's the thing is that even though like winter colds happen, the beauty of Christmas is just always something that you can do slowly as well. Mm hmm. Which is so nice. It is true. We're going to try to do the full-blown lights this week, but we'll see how Kai feels because we were going to go, I think, Tuesday night. We're Mm going to drive to Myrtle Beach, which the place is like an hour and 20 minutes away. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to like pick her up from school and go like grab dinner on the way and just go straight there because the line after five o'clock. So I think we're going to try to do that on Tuesday night. But again, we'll have to see how she's feeling. Because if she's funky, then we'll just have to hold off until next week. Yeah. Yeah. But. I just can't even believe it. I, yeah. Can you believe that next week is Christmas? No, that's what I was just going to say. Kenley told me today. She was like, I only have a week left. And I was like, no, you don't. There's like three. And then I was like thinking to myself, oh, my Lanta. There's literally. What is today so there's one and a half yeah because it's next saturday it's not this coming saturday it's yeah, yeah it's like yeah so we have like two weeks left oh my goodness is that crazy or what it is just so like crazy. what happened to december i mean Did honestly i really feel like what has happened to this year this year has flown by yeah i don't feel like there's been a month where i was like this month is never gonna end yeah yeah. Every single month has just been so fast. Yeah. It's and true. I don't know if it's just because so much is going on and we were shut down yeah. for that year. And so it's like, yes. boom, it's just like whiplash. I or, was telling. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I just can't <laughs> tell if it's that or I feel like I'm actually planning things and focusing and like planning for the future, but being present at the same time. So it really is a wild thing because you're, in the future but you're being as present as possible so time just becomes really funky yeah that's a possibility too i was telling a friend because we had our christmas party our mops christmas party and a Mm -hmm. lot of the moms were talking about how stressed they are with christmas Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. um just like all the things to do like they're fun things but there's a lot of things to do and i just like had an epiphany well i think it's that we literally did nothing last year last Mm -hmm. year was a very slow nothing was planned. There was nowhere to go. You had no parties to attend to. You had no Christmas events to go to. Everything was shut down that Mm -hmm. this year, everything is back or at least most of it in some kind of capacity. And now it's like, Oh my gosh, like you're trying to keep up and you're trying to do all the things you didn't get to do last year. And Mm -hmm. you're trying to like enjoy the season, but you kind of like stress yourself out with it. Yeah. So I don't know. I actually really enjoyed having nothing to do this weekend. It yeah. was so nice. But I know you were busy. Tell us all about your anniversary. Yeah. So that and okay, when you were talking, I was thinking like, I think this is why it's so much different for us. Because legitimately my brother, so my brother's birthday is September 20th. And I feel like his birthday and the last like that's typically when the kids are going back to school too. So like the very beginning of school, 
on my brother's birthday, it's just nonstop because then my mom's birthday is in October. My other brother's birthday is in October. We have Kennedy's birthday in November. Then Thanksgiving, Halloween is also in October. And then my dad's birthday is December 1st. We have our wedding anniversary, which is going to be on the 13th. So my husband took me away this weekend. Um, and then we have Christmas and then Kenley's birthday is in January. So it's like from September in our world here, it never stops. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't ever stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so me and my husband are celebrating officially tomorrow. Uh, we will be celebrating seven years of marriage. Woo! It was funny because on the way up there, I was talking to Zach and I was like, um, can you believe that we've been married seven years? And I talked about it a little <laughs> bit on my story and it's so different for us. I feel like because we, our first year of marriage, we did still long distance. Second year of marriage, we lived together, but we had so much going on. Third year, we were pregnant with, um, right? 14, 15, no, 14 to 15 and 15 to 16 was still long distance 16 to 17 we were together in California then 17 we were doing so much and then 18 we had Kennedy so we have just been like non-stop and honestly it just feels like such a whirlwind I do feel like um because I asked him I said hey like you know what they say like the seven-year itch is that something you're feeling and he was like <laughs> No. And then he made a joke. He was like, I was going to tell you to talk about that on the podcast, but I knew you would take it the wrong way and think that that's something I was thinking. And so <laughs> it was just funny. Cause yeah, I was like, well, probably, I probably would have gone negative with it, but, um, I was, I was asking him like, which year has been your favorite? And so, yeah, we just were talking about that, that this weekend. We got to our hotel. It was a really cool hotel resort, so it had all the things to do. Um, we couldn't do too much, though, unfortunately, because it's all more like spring-summer activities. Everything okay. was shut down for the winter, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but it was just nice to get away and just be adults without our kids for two seconds and just be with each other. Um, which is really nice because we did that last year. Zach surprised me as well last year. And we went to the Hotel Park City Hotel and that was so nice. Um, so yeah, it's just, it was really, really nice. And then, yeah, celebrating seven years. How long have you and Brant been married? 10. 10? Okay. I was going to say 10. Did you guys notice anything at year seven that you did or didn't notice at year 10? No, not really. I feel like my thought process with all of that, like how you're talking about the seven year itch, because that was what I was going to say. You're like seven years. And I'm like, oh, that's when they say a lot of marriages don't last. <laughs> a lot of I know. Don't make it to seven, which is so sad. Let's just say that right now. That's so yeah. sad. Um, but I, I don't know. I think when that person is your best friend and that is your person and you have figured out how to work through things, how to talk through things, you're not the type of person to just give up and say this isn't working. Um, mm-hmm. I think that it makes a huge difference. Uh, and for me and Brent, we went through a lot of hardships in our marriage, like not hardships between us, just 
outside things that usually break a marriage apart, like Mm -hmm. losing jobs and not having money and, you know, just things like that, Mm -hmm. like really hard stuff on a marriage and a family. Um, And it just brought us closer instead of farther apart. And so honestly, it's just, um, I mean, I count us very blessed because I know that that doesn't happen for everybody. Um, But we're always talking about like, what has been 10 years? Like, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, you know? Um, And so I don't know. I'm glad that you guys aren't feeling an itch. (laughs) No, and it's just so crazy. I'm one of those friends that would be like, okay, um, you guys just need to go talk to somebody before you start feeling that way. Like, I'm not one of those people like, oh, you're kind of over your husband. Okay. Like, I would be be like, you know, encouraging, well, why don't you go talk to somebody? Maybe there's just some stuff that you guys need to work out and you need to talk out and um, having a third person would really help with that. Because I mean, sometimes there's just so much miscommunication that causes issues in a marriage. And it really could get cleared up if you would just have somebody that's like, um, not biased. Yeah. And like, uh, median, I guess, middle, whatever. Yeah, median. Um, and like, try to work things out and talk things out. Because yeah, some things happen that are hard to come back from. But a lot of times it's because there was like misunderstandings. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And for us, I feel like we've done so much before we even officially hit our seven year. Like Mm -hmm. we've, we've bought two homes. We've moved different States. We've, you know, had babies. We've lost the jobs. We've gained the jobs. We've changed the jobs. We've done, you know, we've lost family. We've lost friends. We've gained family. We've gained friends. It's just, We've done so flipping much. We've been in debt. We've been out of debt. Like, I think it was funny because I was asking him um, when we got to the resort, he had booked us a couple's massage, which was just awesome. I was going to ask you how that was. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh my God. It was so nice. I mean, I always enjoy enjoy a massage, but it was just so nice to start it off like that. And then added on, we did like a 20 minute foot soak. So you get like a 20 minute foot soak. We got to enjoy um, each other and some strawberries and wine. And it was just so nice. And then, um, yeah, it was just fun. So I was asking him and I was like, well, which has been your favorite year yet? And he was like, I think this one. And I said, well, why? And he was like, because we're out of debt. Like, and we are like, oh, we nice. just, we only have our home and my car and that's it. And we just yeah. got this home and my car this year. So it's like, of course, you know, but it's just so interesting to me because like I said, we've done so many flipping things and we've experienced so much that you would think would break us. And Zach, I just can't say enough about him. Like how much he's worked to be the man he is today. I'm just so proud of him. And yeah, I just am really so proud of him. And I feel like it's true. The stuff I post about him on Instagram, like I really do still get butterflies. I still think he's super handsome and the most handsome person (laughs) ever. I wish he believed me more, but we're working (laughs) on that. Um, But yeah, it's just nice. And so it's really fun. So I'm excited to see what this year has and then to catch up to you guys at 10. But then, of course, you'll be further ahead of us. So we'll always just be catching up to you guys. That's okay. Keep catching up. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you had such a good time. I mean, that's so important. Like when you go and have time away, like you want it to be worth it that you took time away from your family. And um, I think starting it off with a massage was just so smart because I don't know about you guys, but like I'm a huge massage lover. So is Brant. And like, I literally feel like jello at the end of it. And like, it kind of takes me like, I kind of am in a fog the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Um, but like a good fog, not a bad fog, just like, just like, you know, really wanting to chill and rest and whatever. So I think it was good that you guys started it off that way. Um, so good for you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yay, Zach. Good job. You uh, are awesome place. You're doing good. He always the good, does. The he thing about it. doing so good, though, is like you always have to top it. <laughs> I know. And I feel like I'm always like, is he going to be able to? And he always does. Yeah. Good yeah. for him. I'm so proud of him. No. <clears throat> All right, Becca. What are yes. we talking about tonight? Okay. So we are talking about the song. Is it 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah. That's the actual name. Okay. Yeah. So the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, it starts off with, on um, the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me, and then yada yada, and it goes on. While I was looking through Pinterest of all places, and I found that there is a biblical meaning be- behind every single one of those. Mm-hmm. So I told Shami about it, and she fact-checked me, and it is so correct. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. I just thought it was really cool, and I thought... Um, last year we didn't really get to super dive into anything Christmas because we started on the first, obviously. Um, so I thought it would be really fun to just talk about that this Christmas and really get into the holiday season and the reason for this. Um, and yeah, just go over it. You want to kick it off? Okay. Um, so I'm going to like kind of. I'm such a Debbie Downer. Brant lets us know he's going to be like, you had to go there. Okay, so I do not ever say that Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, actually, it's funny that you brought that up because I was going to say uh, <laughs> last Sunday, actually, in church, we were kind of reframed. Um, and I was actually going to say that, but I didn't. One of the guys who, before we did communion, was saying, um, I know that a lot of people don't like to hear this, but let's get into the mind of serving God and serving others because we are the reason for the season. And he was like, if we didn't matter, Jesus wouldn't have come down and sacrificed himself for us to resolve us of our sins. And if we weren't here and if we didn't exist, then there would be no Jesus Christ. He was like, so we're actually the reason for the season. And I was like, oh, I love that. I mean, 100%, like, yes, 100%. Okay, so I know that is so negative, but 100%, yes, Jesus was the most ultimate gift, and Christmas is about giving, and so I do agree that, like, putting those two things together, 100%, I think what bothers me is, like, I'm such a fact person. If I know the facts, then I want the facts stated correctly, And I was raised that Jesus was born on Christmas. That's why we celebrate Christmas, that it's a Christian holiday, blah, 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 blah. And it just drives me crazy because I, after like I came out, you know, like grew up and then fact checked everything. I'm like, okay, it is not proven Jesus was born on Christmas. And Christmas is actually a pagan holiday that Christians adopted. But I am 100% in agreeable with you that yes, Jesus was the ultimate gift and Christmas. 
And so that is why it goes hand in hand. So I'm not like completely saying that like he shouldn't be celebrated. A hundred percent he should be celebrated. I just like when facts are given with that as well. Do you know what I mean? Well, you want to know what's so funny to me is actually um, this year, especially me and my mom have actually been observing the Jewish holidays. Mm-hmm. And so if you go on the Jewish holidays, because Jesus actually celebrated a lot of the Jewish holidays, it's mm-hmm. actually in John where it talks about, he goes to the synagogue for this most recent festival, which mm-hmm. was, um, it's after it's the one after Yom Kippur and it's not the trumpets cause that's Yom Kippur. It's the festival of feasts. Okay. And so in John, it talks about how he's going to the synagogue to observe that. So if all of that is aligning, like, I mean, part of it has to be similar, at least for me. And it kind of helps me put into a frame of mind, like what's happening. So it does sort of make sense that it would align, but I'm not saying it's a hundred percent fact. I'm only saying what I've read in the Bible. And if he is observing this particular feast and the Jewish people are like crazy about documentation. And if their feast lines haven't changed, then I kind of feel more comfortable about celebrating it during the time that that's when we celebrate it. Because it would make sense with his age. Are you saying, Oh, okay. So you're saying that he possibly could have been born around Christmas. Yeah, because okay. if he's celebrating it at the time that it's ha- if the feasts have been happening since before Jesus Christ came, and if he was at the age that he was, and in John he's observing this particular feast, it's the feast that's happening now, the one that happens after Yom Kippur, which brings huh? in Hanukkah. So if he is going to observe that at the synagogue, then that time frame is lining up for me because that's what it says in the word you know what I mean okay yeah well I so, definitely am gonna have to dig into that and see yeah yeah because I could you because if you look up the feast of festivals which is Hanukkah um and I only know because my mom has really been diving into the Jewish holidays mm-hmm. and trying to observe both those events just to like pay tribute to all of the believers that have come before us. Mm-hmm. Um, and now don't come for me because I know that just don't even, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, people who are actual like believers and just also celebrate the fact that in the Jewish religion, there are certain things that, you know, we just pay tribute to and that's just us. And you don't have to, if you don't want to, but that's us. Um, so anywho, knowing that it has kind of changed my perspective. Okay. Yeah. I definitely will look at it. Do it. I will. I will. Because obviously I'm just going off of like where there has been theologians and scholars that have studied it. Yeah. And they have come to this thing where they feel like he was born more in September. Mm -hmm. And it kind of made sense with like him being born and then word getting to Herod and then Herod sending the wise men. And they say the wise men got there around December. Mm -hmm. So I totally will dig into it. I will look at it for sure. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for bringing that to my attention. Yeah. And it's Obviously, very true. I mean, I'm not the one who studied then. stuff. I've just researched yeah. off of other people studying. So who knows who's really right? 
you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, it could have been September as well, because if you think about it, it's only a couple months. So it's not like, you know, he's five and they're saying, oh, yeah, he was born on this day. And really, he was born in June. Like, no, it, yeah, it could be possible. Never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> okay, get started. Let's start on what do you what do you want to start with? On the first day of Christmas, my truly true love gave to me a partridge and a pear tree. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So I don't know because I didn't really research it. The only thing that I saw <laughs> was it said that the partridge and the pear tree was Jesus, and I was like, that makes sense because Jesus was born in a manger, and there's only one of him, and that's how it starts. And so all these things come, you know. After that, so, so yeah, so I guess okay. So it says because I did, I did dig for this stuff. So <laughs> it says the partridge in a pear tree represents Jesus, the Son of God, whose birthday we celebrate on the first day of Christmas. Christ is symbolically presented as a mother partridge, the only bird that will die to protect its young. Mm. Yeah, I love that. How sweet is that? That's very sweet. And then <laughs> the two turtle doves is both the Old and the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Anything to add about that that you researched? Um, so basically, like, it's like you, to put the Old and the New Testament together is like completing the story of yeah, Christian yeah. faith and God's plan for the world. And the doves are the biblical roadmap that is available to everyone. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And then the three French hens represent faith, hope, and love. And those three things are, what's the name for those three things? Oh my gosh. It's not, I, like, I know. I know, I know right? it, and I can't even think about it I right know, now. right? Well, well, it says these three things. I don't know. I remember, but it says yeah. the greatest of these is love. I know. It's like there's a specific term for it, and of course, yeah. I forget, and that because yeah. I'm the worst. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, and, and it hark it like is a tribute to First Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Yes. And then the four calling birds, which I really love, um, the four calling birds stand for the four gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I really love that because a lot of the times if you are a new believer and, you know, you don't know where to start, you typically are led to start in the gospels. Mm -hmm. And I love that because even still today, like those gospels are still kind of like the calling card that we use for Jesus because so many things that we stand for and we find truth in come out of those gospels as well. So I really like that. I do too. And I'm doing the Luke advent as well. So like okay, you read, yeah, chapter, yeah. You read yeah, one so chapter you, every day, right? You read one chapter every day. And by the time you get to December 25th, you have, been given the account of Jesus's life. Yeah, which so is cool. I really like it. I love that. Yeah, and then you're gonna have to take it for the five golden rings because I wrote that down and got sidetracked and didn't talk about what those are. <laughs> <laughs> so five gold rings, which in the song is five golden rings. Ring. Um, the gift of the rings represents the first five books of the Old Testament known. That's as the what Torah. it is. Yeah. Yes. 
That's the Torah. And it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Yeah. And that is the Torah. Mm-hmm. I And then number six <laughs> is six geese laying. And that is the six days of creation. And I really like that because not only does it represent the six days, but for me, it puts an even better description into my mind because I think about like a geese doing all that work to lay six freaking eggs. And then she mm-hmm. takes a nap just like Jesus, just like God. Oh, hey. He made everything and then he rested. And it says a time when the world was hatched or yep. formed by God. Yeah. I love it. I do too. <laughs> and then seven. Okay. Do you know your gifts of the spirit? Because seven swans of swimming is the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, yeah. Because it's not the nine fruits. No, it's like prophecy, ministry, teaching, um, exhortation, uh, giving, leading. I think that's... And compassion. And compassion. Nice. And then that brings us to number eight, which is the Beatitudes. And do you know all the B attitudes? Is that what it is? Wait, what? Yeah, is something different. It's the it's the B attitudes. Oh, mine says something completely different. What does yours have? I think it's made the milking. It says, "As Christ came to save even the lowest of the low, this gift represents the ones who would receive His word and accept His grace." Being a milkmaid was about the worst job one could have in England during this period. This code conveyed that Jesus cared as much about servants as he did those of royal blood. The eight who were blessed included the poor in spirit, those who mourn. See, those are the beatitudes. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 Okay, go ahead. Let's the beatitudes. But I like that little like thing. I like that. I like knowing that being a milkmaid was the worst job. Yeah. But yet it shows that he cares about them just as much. Yeah. And what, what, are they tell the beatitudes you were just saying <laughs> blessed uh blessed wait wait the eight who are blessed included the poor in spirit those who mourn the meek those who hunger and thirst for righteousness the merciful the pure in heart the peacemakers and those who are persecuted for righteousness sake yes yeah yeah and then number nine is in the song it's nine ladies dancing and what it actually represents is the nine fruits of the spirit. And that is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yes. And another word for goodness, because I remember my pastor talked about this, is generosity. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then, of course, what is the 10 in the song? The 10... Ten lords a leaping. That's what it is. Ten lords a leaping. And that is standing in place of the Ten Commandments. Yes. Because back then, lords were considered judges. Yes. And they were the ones that were in charge of making laws and making sure that they followed through with laws. So it totally makes sense that that would be the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. And they were given to us 
by the Lord. Mm-hmm. The one true Lord. Um, and then 11, Piper's Piping. I really love this one because it's the 11 Piper's Piping, and it stands for the 11 disciples. And you might be saying, well, hey, there was 12. I know, but there was only 11 who actually, I mean, I know that Judas was like replaced, but the 11 of them were the ones who were piping the gospel and preaching it and giving it to people. Yep. They were doing what Jesus intended. That's why he had the disciples was so that they would learn from him. And later when he was gone, they would be the ones to carry it on, which they did because we know about Jesus today. So they did a great job. Yes. And then the 12 drummers drumming is representing the 12 points of belief in the Apostles' Creed. And I did not write down the Apostles' Creed. I um, have it. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. What is it? <laughs> it <laughs> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. He, he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Oh, I guess this is a Catholic thing. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Yeah, and so that was the one thing that I was actually going to mention because I did read it. And, um, this is something that goes back many, 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 many years. And if you are familiar with Christianity and how it came, um, Christianity has always kind of been overlapped and intertwined with other religions, but true Christianity is actually a culture and it is a way of life. We have been given the roadmap for it, which is the holy bible that is the one and only thing um so a lot of the times you will kind of when you are researching stuff get some um catholicism mixed in which is not necessarily anything that me and shaw may follow um but we do like to give information that pertains to god and brings more knowledge to him um but yeah that was the only one that i was kind of like oh well (laughs) that's not really what we believe but I could dig it I mean for you like it's not really what I believe but it is 100% everything I think but like the last part is aligned with the word of God so yeah and of course if we're going to talk about it then we got to put in our little thing um so the song just so everybody knows the song was published in England in 1780 it did not have music it was just a chant or a rhyme. And then later in 1909, it was then given a tune. And the original writer of the song was English composer Frederick Austin. Frederick! <laughs> um, and if you know anything about England and the UK, it is very, very filled with division between Catholics and Protestants. Um if you know anything about Ireland, that is exactly why there is a Northern and a Southern because it's completely split by religion. So yeah, it's a big thing. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, man. All right. Well, 
I know we wanted to end the segment with some Christmas would you rather's because right? Yes. When? Was it this? Yes. Week? Okay. Um, because <laughs> I can't. I already like completely went blank on what we're doing for the rest of the month, <laughs> <laughs> and that is okay. Um, okay. Oh, new. Okay. Anyway. Um. Yes. So let's go ahead and do that. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Okay. So I have some would you rather's and then I just have some Christmas questions. Beautiful. All right. Rebecca, would you rather meet Frosty the snowman or Rudolph the reindeer? Dude, you already know. Rudolph. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Would you ask him him if like he would, if you could sit in a sleigh and he would like fly it around? No, I'm going to give him a carrot and touch his nose and pet him. Oh no. I'd be like, I want to ride. I mean, I I would I would like that if it was just me meeting him. But if there's like a crowd of people, I'm not gonna be like, oh, take me for a ride. But if it's just me, yeah, I'd be like, can I go for a ride? <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah, I agree with you. I would I would pick Rudolph too. Really? Yes, I would. Oh my gosh, I just love really? him. Love it's like one of my favorite Christmas movies too. I know yeah. you're not a claymation fan. But I love it. I can't. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you do. <laughs> okay. Would you rather wear a Christmas sweater or wear Christmas pajamas? Um, I really like Christmas pajamas. Christmas pajamas is our jam. We have, um, the girls actually have two sets this year. I think if I have time, I'm going to actually copy their first set for Christmas Eve and then change on Christmas Day because I just love them so much. Yeah, I love Christmas pajamas too. I would choose the best because they're just, I wear them all year long. I know. I have like a lot of one piece ones that are like that soft legging material Mm -hmm. and they're not the most flattering things, but they're very comfortable and I love them. Yeah, they're the best. So I don't wear them out, but they're my in-home. Yes. So, girl. All right. Would you rather drink hot chocolate or eggnog? Eggnog, hot chocolate. So I mean, I I know, (laughs) I know. So I actually didn't like eggnog. I despised it until I worked for Starbucks when I was so so young. Um, and I tried a work for Starbucks, dude. Yes, I was a cooler in my book just now. (laughs) I mean, I know. Yeah, I was a partner for like three years. Um, I started at a store in Laverne and I tried the eggnog frap and it was so freaking bomb.com. I have loved eggnog ever since. So if you have never, if you don't like eggnog, highly recommend trying the eggnog frap and it just might change your world because it definitely changed mine. And we're also really lame because we like almond nog a lot. I don't know what that is, but okay. It's just eggnog, but with almond because we have sensitive tummies. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not a fan, but it's okay. You're going right. to do hot chocolate? Yeah, of course. You know I'm going to do hot chocolate. Yes. All day, every day. I'm obsessed with hot chocolate. Like, I made a bunch of those chocolate spoons. And yes. I after the first one, like when I put it in my cup, 
Like I don't need any mix. I literally yep. just need the chocolate spoon and it has been so fun. Yeah. I just so so like cool. I know everybody's all about the hot chocolate bombs, but this year I've been about the chocolate spoons. Very fun. And mostly because I can make them myself. I don't have to go buy them. Right. Although I did make some hot cocoa bombs. They came out okay. Like they weren't the cutest things I've ever made, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like they did their job. It was good. Yeah. We Um, tried hot chocolate bombs for the first time. They were fun. Oh yeah. yeah. I saw that you got a case of them. Where'd you get it from? Just at Sam's. Okay. I was wondering if it was Costco because it kind of like looked like it would be a Costco thing because it was a lot of them. Yeah. 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 It was fun. Okay. Uh, would you rather build a snowman or build an igloo? Um, probably a snowman because the igloo is a lot of work. Yeah. How do you even, I mean, I feel like you need ice. You can't do that. with. So yeah, I've seen people do it and it's really intense. Like I know I'm good. Just three balls and a hat. I'm good. <laughs> I'm so good. <laughs> and then I have inside yeah. to drink some warm eggnog baby <laughs> the first real no okay that's not true I was gonna say the first real snowman I made was in Utah but that's not true it was mm. in Big Bear California um, oh, but it was like Kylia was like two years old and that was the first time I ever made a real snowman because like the first year of me and Brant dating we made like a little itty bitty tiny one because there was very little snow mm-hmm. but yeah it was fun yeah, just, like, just one, just one snowman, and then it's good. Like I'm good yeah. for the season. Yeah, it's, it's they're a lot of work. Yeah, they are. They're a ton of work. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Would you rather watch The Grinch or watch Home Alone? Um, you know what? We watch both every year. Um, because Kenley absolutely loves both. But to be honest, if I'm going to sit down and actually watch something. Um, I will watch Home Alone probably more than Grinch, even though I cannot stand the family in Home Alone. And I have to make a comment every year about how terrible they are. <laughs> That's funny. Um, they're just, I horrible. haven't actually gotten a chance to watch the Grinch this year, which now this reminds me. And the thing is, is the Grinch is like impossible to find. It's nowhere unless you want to watch it. So that's frustrating. Home Alone is easy to find. I think that one's on what? Netflix or maybe it's on Netflix, everything. I don't yeah, know. You need to find Home Alone. Um, so we've already watched Home Alone a couple times this year, and I actually really love The Grinch, like really love it. And I haven't even watched the cartoon one because I just love the real one so much. Like everything mm. about the whole like thought process and the message, and like I'm just a huge Grinch fan. So mm. I would sit and watch The Grinch over and over and over. Um, mm-hmm. But I do love Home Alone. Like I do. Yeah. And I do watch it. But I think right now, because I haven't been able to find the Grinch to watch. Um, and you know, we have the movie, but like, we don't have a DVD player because it's a smart yeah. TV. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just yeah. So that's I would say the Grinch. Oh, my Lanta. Would you rather have a snowball fight or make snow angels? Ooh. Um, neither because I don't like being hit by anything and I don't like being in the snow, but if I have to, I'll make a snow angel and get out of there. I'll be with you. I'll make the snow angel with you. Yeah. Yeah. Plus there's like a little bit of like little kid magic when you do the snow angel. Cause you never, like, you always want to see what it looks like. 
Yeah, snowball fights are fun, but you know what? Like, I'm not really interested in having a snowball all up in my ear. Nope, somebody's going to hit me in the face. I'm going to get so peed off. It's not going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. Yeah. All right, would you rather get one big present or 10 small presents? Um, that's a great question. And I'm going to say this as like big in thought, not big in size. Yeah, because that's, yeah, I think I would rather have, yeah, I think I would rather have one Christmas present that somebody took a lot of time thinking about and was just a really thoughtful gift than like 10 bunch of somethings. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. And of course I'm sitting here like a vacation. (laughs) <laughs> right yeah I will take a vacation over mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and, and it's so what? funny me and Brant are like that um like we'll have people ask like what do you guys want for Christmas like what can we send the family and we always tell them like send something for the kids because they're kids you know but like please don't send anything for me and Brant like we don't need anything we don't really like want anything obviously we have like a small list to give each other But other than that, like, we're huge. You know, like, my stepdad was like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, a gas card. Because gas is ridiculous. Like, I really don't need random stuff that is just going to fill up my house. I'm okay Mm -hmm. with memories. Get us tickets to go do something fun. Mm -hmm. um, Or, like, comes a gas card or a gift card to, like, Walmart, you know, so we can get groceries. Like, I don't know. Stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I really don't need stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah, I'm a practical person. I'm like, I need scrubs. I need face wash. Right. I need moisturizer. Uh, and then I need some peace and quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A silent night. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. Are you an angel tree topper type of person or a star tree topper? Nope. Always been a star. Me too. My mom used to put an angel at the top and I just think it's weird. My mom did too. Yeah, I think it's that age. I think that's what they did at that time. Because they had those really vintage looking angels. Yeah, but you know what's funny is my mom hasn't put her angel up on the tree. She still has it. She uses it as decoration. But Mm -hmm. she like now does a star. Yeah, we, I remember growing up with the angel and my mom hasn't used it since like we were in the near Glen house, which is like so, so, so long ago. And it's always been a star. Yeah. Um, would you rather go ice skating or sledding? Ooh, I like, I would go sledding. I like ice skating, but I would go sledding because it's just way more fun. And now that we have kids, it's a fun thing to do. Yes. I feel like sledding is more fun with kids. Ice skating, you probably are going to have a lot of whining. My feet hurts. Mm-hmm. don't last as long. Like I know yeah. my feet hurt. So I get that the yeah. kids feet hurt. And then I'm yeah. one of those where I'm falling on my butt every two seconds. Yes. Yes. So I'm just, I, yeah, with my back, it's just, it's too much of a danger for me. I and just can't do it. So many good heels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're everywhere. Miss that. Me and Brent were talking today about how much we miss Utah. Yeah. We yeah. do. There's a lot about it. If the air was not so horrible and if it wasn't so expensive compared to where we're at, we we probably would have stayed in Utah. Mm-hmm. But because of those two factors, it's why we left. And it just kind of sucks because we miss we, – there's just so much. We had, we had a whole list of so many things that we miss about it. I know I'm at the top. So I, I think that we're, yeah, pretty much. So I think we're going to have, 
make a trip out there or something. Yes, I support <laughs> that. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll try to do for our anniversary. Yes. We'll come stay with the Gazaks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. All right. Would you rather sing Christmas carols or watch a Christmas movie? Um, I would rather probably watch a Christmas movie because I'll still sing anything that's in the movie. Same Z. Yes. Decorate cookies or decorate a gingerbread house? Um, cookies. Okay. What about you? Um, I think cookies. Gingerbread houses are so fun to do. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love to do them, but I'm not going to eat it. No, I, I will never eat, eat it. it. So I feel like every year it's such a waste. Like, and I didn't even get a gingerbread house this year, but then my mother-in-law got one and gave it to us. So I'm like, uh, I think we're going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's such a waste because you make it and yeah, it looks cute and fun, but then we end up always throwing it away. No one's eating it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um, let's see. Um, Okay. I just have a couple Christmas questions and then we'll be done. Awesome size. Okay. What is a new tradition that you would like to start either this year or in the future, or it's kind of one of those that you have thought about maybe starting? So one that I have thought about and I've never pulled the trigger on and I've always said it every year, we really should do this. It would be so nice to do this. Um, a tradition that I want to do and pull, pull the trigger on is actually going and serving in some capacity. So whether it be um, like delivering meals or Zach and I did that one year and it was really, really awesome with our old church back in California. Uh, but I would like to do it with the girls, with Kenley especially, and either volunteering at a shelter or delivering meals or like personally starting something where we can bless somebody else I love that yeah what about you (laughs) mine is not that even though yes that would be great that is something (laughs) I've thought about this year of like trying to find somewhere that I can serve that's like a good I think the thing is, is like when I think about Kylia and she just can be such a whiner sometimes and I just mm-hmm. don't want to go somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And then like, she's complaining the whole time. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's percent do. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm ready for it, but I think at some point we do need to do it. So we have started this year. We went ahead and got gifts for kids in the foster system. And I let her pick out all the presents and explain to her why we were doing this and all of that. So for, for me, that was like a good stepping stone. Um, But I, I would like to do that. But for me, me and Brant have talked about now that we're out here and there is no snow traveling a couple hours toward the mountains and taking the kids um, like uh, it's sledding, but not tubing. Um, taking the kids to me and like doing like a one night stay thing and then like do some snow because Koa doesn't remember what snow is. Yeah. And Kylia constantly tells us how she misses the snow in Utah. Mm. Um, And so that's something that we've talked about the last two years of doing and we haven't cut the cord and plan something. And then every time when Christmas comes around, I go, man, I wish we had planned because then you you can't do it at this time. You have to right. do it in advance. 
And I'm always like, man, I wish we had planned to like go stay the night somewhere and like go tubing with the kids. That would have been so fun. And so that's a tradition I would like to start mm-hmm. at some point. Hopefully next year I'll remember like summer to make sure to like book it. Um, okay. You should just do that next year and come here and we'll just do something fun. Yeah, right. And spend Christmas with us. I miss the snow so much. I know. Like looking at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't like driving in it. I just like looking at it. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm with you. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think we'll just end with that because these other questions, like I think it might take a lot of thought. Okay. Actually, let's do one more. What smell reminds you of Christmas? Oh, um, pine all the time. Pine? Yeah, and it's so, it's such a nice memory. So you went to Disneyland when there was still E.T., right? No. Or Universal when there was still E.T.? I've never been to Universal. Oh, my God, that makes my heart so true. I know, I know. We've talked about it, that we're going to go back to Florida, and we want to go to Universal because we've never been. Which is crazy. We've been to every single theme park in California except for Universal. Okay. I will process that heartbreak at another <laughs> moment. So it's gone now. Um, it became the mummy ride. And now I think it's not even the mummy ride. I think it's like Despicable Me or something. But okay. there used to be the E.T. ride. And if there's one thing that I loved watching growing up, it was E.T. I watched it with mm-hmm. my brothers constantly. It's just such a classic for me absolutely love it so the et ride was phenomenal you got on a ride that was like a bike so you know peter pan how you're like suspended over Mm -hmm. and you see everything so it's like that so you are like in elliot's point of view and et is on the front and he's talking to you and so you get lifted up and you go over the city and all that, and it just is filled with the smell of trees, like pine trees and Christmas okay. trees. And so anytime you would walk in there, it would smell like that. And so now mm-hmm. I just kind of like equate those two things. And so those are my favorite smells. Like, I absolutely love it. I love it. It reminds me of Christmas. I love that. Yeah. Um, obviously pine for me too, but gingerbread as well. Ooh, I love that. Like really makes me think of Christmas in my uh, revive oils box in fall. They had Mm. gingerbread and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so perfect. Like, I don't think this is super fall and it's even called gingerbread man. And I'm like, yeah, this is definitely like ushering me into the Christmas season though. Like it makes me so ready. So those are my pine and uh, gingerbread. Love that. But yes. Okay. I think we ended it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, (laughs) it was a good episode. I hope everybody enjoyed listening. Um, And, you know, kind of hearing something fun about a song that we all sing like every Christmas year. And you're kind of like, it's a fun one. It's kind of crazy. Like it just goes on and on and on, but like to kind of hear a meaning behind it. Um, And so thanks for that, Becca. Yes. Thank you so much. It was super fun. And we only have like one more podcast before we're ushering into the new year. Yep. One more before our new year. Crazy, crazy. Um, 
But anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for listening and supporting. Share with your friends and family. If you've been enjoying listening, go follow us on Instagram if you have one at all the things with C and B. You can follow Rebecca as well at R-E-B-E-K-A-H-G. And then you can follow me at C-H-A-U-M-M-S-W-A-Y. Um, and we hope you guys are having a good Christmas season that you have been enjoying all of the fun things and really soaking it in and, uh, doing like everything that's on your list that you wanted to do. Um, and we will talk with you guys later. Yes. Thanks again. Bye. Bye.